napkin podcast, which clinic that you can carry around in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 40, and today we are going to talk about some tips and ideas and thoughts of the development of the point guard position, the most important position that you could possibly have on your team, and the most important position for you to develop on your team is the point guard position. If you don't have a point guard, whether it's boys basketball or girls basketball at whatever level you're probably going to struggle quite a bit and so here's some thoughts and this is not the end-all be-all thing i know there's a lot of other people out there who have a lot better ideas than i do about the development of point guards but here's what i have on the development of point guards and what we need to or what you should be doing to develop them so some some five qualities that you uh, or excuse me five qualities that you want out of your point guards here Number one, you need a high skill level. You have to have a high skill level to be a point guard. You're going to be responsible for the ball a large majority of the time. You need to string together the three major skills of offensive basketball. Passing, dribbling, and shooting. Some combination of that. Dribbling and shooting. Passing and dribbling, or dribbling and passing, whatever it may be. Passing and shooting. But you got to be at least, you have to be able to at least string together two of those three skills, and preferably all three of those skills if you want to have a quality point guard. Your point guard needs to have stamina. That's number two. And there's two types of stamina there's physical stamina, and your point guards are going to take a bit of a physical pounding. They've got to be physically tough. They've got to be physically developed. Uh, people are going to be pushing them around the floor. They're going to be attacking the ball. They've, uh, they're going to be getting in their face. They've got to be physically tough and have, have strong physical stamina in order to make that to happen. They also have to be mentally tough and have mental stamina. They're going to make mistakes. Uh, they've got to be able to bounce back from mistakes. They've got to accept that if a team is going to pressure them for 32 minutes or 40 minutes or 48 minutes, whatever level of basketball they're playing at, that that's going to keep coming at them and they have to embrace that challenge that they're going to be pressured in such a manner. they got to have courage. they got to have courage. They've got to be willing to take the tough play, to make the tough play, and to be willing to put themselves out there for the good of their team. Uh, they need to have intensity, mental intensity, physical intensity, and that's kind of related to stamina, both mental and physical. But they they have to have that intensity, they have to have that focus, they have to have that sharpness, uh, both from a mental standpoint and a physical standpoint, in order to make their team and themselves better. The fifth quality that you want out of your point guard is communication ability. They have to be an extension of you on the floor. And most of the good teams that I've coached, You've been able to have. I've been able to have that extension of a of a very good point guard, and they are thinking the same things that you are the vast majority of the time. Don Meyer talked about two types of point guards here, and I'm going to directly uh, uh, steal this from Coach Meyer. We have the sensing point guard and the intuitive point guard. Okay, the sensing point guard is a a a. a game manager, uh, somebody who's not going to give you a lot of turnovers, but they're also not going to have a lot of assists because they're really not looking to make plays. So they're going to they're they're not going to hurt you, but are they going to win a game for you? That that's that's that remains to be seen. Now, there is a place, there is a time and a place for sensing point guards. Uh, depending on the talent that you have around you uh, and those players that have the, the talent that those players have around them, uh, but those that's that type of point guard you have also have the intuitive point guard and that's 
the point guard that has got a feel for the game, that they're going to throw the ball where people are supposed to be, not where they are. So they're, they're going to make more plays, but they're also going to make more turnovers. And that's something that you need to keep in mind when you have somebody who is intuitive and trying to read the game a step or two ahead. The, the all-time leader in the NBA in turnovers, Urban Johnson, uh, the magic man. Most people believe him to be the greatest point guard to ever play the position in the history of the game. So he would be the very definition of an intuitive point guard, right? Uh, a few other things here that you want to have uh, great details and little qualities that you want to make big things out of your point guards. Make the simple play, okay? Make the high percentage play, especially in transition. When you're in transition, you need points. When I think of this, I think of John Stockton. Nothing fancy, very, very simple, but he made the simple play. He made the percentage play every single time in transition. And that decision-making is vitally important for you to pick up those easy points when you can. Point guards today need to be able to finish around the basket. With so much of the drive and kick game, you've got to be able to drive and finish around the basket in order for teams to play you honestly on that drive and kick. If you just drive, they're going to stay home if your point guard can't finish when they're going to the move. And the, the thing that, that the most important thing perhaps that you can emphasize to your point guards is to figure out, and this is not necessarily with point guards, but with, with every position, have a move and a counter move and start with that. Have a move and a counter move. Do one or two simple moves very, very well and then let everything branch out from that point. It is also important for your point guards and your ball handlers to be able to recognize pressure points and trapping points before they even happen. If you're going against a 2-2-1 press, they've got to be able to feel where that trap is going to come from right at that half court line or along the sidelines. If they're coming against a run and jump, keep the ball centered and not allow the teams to push it to the sideline. If it's a half court trap, know that the corners are going to be really active. Whatever it may be, your point guards need to communicate with their team and they also need to negotiate those situations for themselves to beat those traps and beat those pressures and recognize where that trap and that pressure is going to be at where it's coming from before it even happens okay so dribbling and and dribbling is the base skill for all point guards when and when not to use the dribble and here's four major times that that perimeter players and especially point guards should use the dribble. Obviously, number one is when they're advancing the ball up the floor. That's the, the most simple time that you're going to use it. When you're taking ball to the basket, that's your second time where you should be using your dribble. Third time is to improve a passing angle, whether that's a ball reversal, maybe that's a post entry. God forbid we, we still have a situation where we need to enter the ball to the post area. And the fourth time is to get themselves out of trouble. There's a trap coming. They need to, and I would really emphasize this with your perimeter players. When you're going against traps, you need to really emphasize and develop the skill of the pullback crossover. As the trap is coming, pull it back, you suck the trap in, and then you cross over and you take off and you change direction on them. That is something that we really, really emphasized uh, when we played against uh, teams like South Sioux City and Gretna with their pressure schemes. Pullback crossovers against running drums and teams that are going to trap you, that's a great skill to have. Every dribble that your 
perimeter players should be taking, that your point guard should be taking, should be a north-south dribble. Again, unless you're looking to reverse the ball and get a better angle or looking to make a post entry. Uh, what I see a lot of today, and I'm guessing a lot of you folks that are listening see this as well, a lot of over-dribbling, a lot of over-dribbling and overuse of the dribble. It is important that we emphasize to our players to use the dribble in these four or five situations and, and no others. You know, we, we get caught watching the Steph Currys. We get caught watching the James, Hard- James Hardens on TV. You know what? There's only one or two of those guys in the world that are capable of doing that. The, the, the other 99.99999% of us need to be efficient and smart with our dribbling. So talk to your players about over-dribbling and the overuse of the dribble. Now, once they start to dribble, they better they need to keep dribbling. And this is really, really important to emphasize to your perimeter players and to your point guards. You don't pick up your dribble unless you have a shot or unless you have a pass. Don't pick it up unless you have a shot or you have a pass. If you pick it up, that allows the team to pressure you, whether it's a trap, whether it's a, it's, a, it's a dead call and they're trying to smother you and now everybody can deny. Now your angles are greatly diminished when you can't keep your dribble hot. Okay. Some other ideas about developing your point guards. And what are some ways that you can develop your point guards other than being in practice and, and working with them directly? Well, number one is to watch film. To watch film, especially of themselves and their performances and what they're doing and walk through situations with them. And I think two really important questions, and this is something that I learned from Dick Jungers at Newell Fonda, two questions that he asks, and they're kind of one and they're, they're intertwined and related. What did you see here? And he asks his players that. What did you see here? And you give the players an opportunity to answer from their perspective what they were looking at and what they were seeing as they were trying to make that decision within the competition. Okay, what did you see? Okay, now why did you make that decision? Why did you make that decision? And to break that down and have them think about what they were doing and how they were doing it in that scenario forces your point guards to really examine their decision making and what they were doing and why they were doing it. Okay, second thing is to watch other point guards, whether that's your competition or a great way is, and we have that ability with YouTube and, and with the with modern technology and all these other things, watch other great point guards play. Now, here's what John Stockton did. Here's what Jason Kidd did. Here's what Sue Bird does. Uh, and and follow the, the, the leads and the examples of those point guards and to examine their games and to pick up on little things that they do and how they see the game and how they run their teams and how they're that leader on the floor because ultimately you need to have that point guard as a leader on the floor. Your ball handler, your primary ball handler needs to be that. And this brings me to my final thought here. And and this is not a new thought. This is a, I, I have no idea where I got this from, but I know that I copied it from somebody. This is what your point guard should be. A good player knows where she is at on the floor. A great player and a great point guard knows where everyone is at on the floor. The superb player knows where everyone is on the floor and knows what they're doing. And that's what you need to have out of your point guards. If you want a great point guard, you can tell you have a great point guard if they know where everyone is and what they're supposed to be doing. And that's how you can judge that. So point guards and the development of point guards, 
these are just some ideas on this concept. It's the most important position in our game. You have to develop it. You have to, if you don't have a point guard coaches and any of you that have had a, a pretty good team but no point guard know exactly what I'm talking about. When you don't have that primary ball handler and that primary decision maker, it makes it for a difficult go for your team for that season. So Foundation Friday number 40, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we're on iTunes and SoundCloud. That's where you're listening to this at. Like, rate, review. Give us five stars. Forward this out to like-minded people. Again, we just want to help coaches hone their craft. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me at penandanapkin at gmail.com. Uh, always open to ideas and more ideas about development of, of point guards in any position and anything that we talk about on the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Pen and a Napkin. Uh, again, thank you for everybody that is following. Uh, you know, I started this, my first pod dropped on September 30th last year, and I thought if I could just get one, if I could average one follower a day, uh, that would be a really, really successful thing. And I just passed 500 uh, the other night, and I'm so grateful and thankful. I hope I'm helping people out. Uh, that's that was that's the whole purpose of this, is to, to help other coaches get better and to hone their craft. And... I know that I've learned a lot from talking to other coaches and and doing these podcasts has helped me process my own uh, ideas and concepts and is this what I really want to do uh, with this position or this key skill or this key idea in program building. All of those things are there. So again, can't thank folks enough. So coaches, as always, let's pray for peace. Let's stay safe and let's be sure to hone our craft one day. (laughs) 